Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right. Uh, let me tell you something. It takes a special person to call the last day of May and pat themselves on the back for a take they allegedly had last fall. I mean... It's interesting. Anyway, Pat Bradley's standing by. Pat, I appreciate your patience. How are you? Pat, 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 Pat. Pat. I am here, boys. I am here. What are you doing? What's the word? My boys! I miss you guys! What are you doing? What's going on? Oh, not much. Just, uh... Just getting a little excited. Uh, baseball and NBA Finals and... Getting ready for the summertime. What is the Boston buzz right now, Patrick? Um, well, everybody needs a little break, actually. Um, you know, I know you're just coming off vacation, but it was a wild weekend, my man. So I think everybody is sort of uh, glad there's a few days to just relax and get ready for the NBA Finals. Um, no, that's what I mean, related to the Celtics being in the Finals, winning their Game 7 in Miami, and now preparing to take on uh, Steph and company. Right. So, yeah, the buzz is everybody needs to kind of take a deep breath because after the Milwaukee series, after uh, which game seven, after the Miami Heat series, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's been you almost feel like, you know, it's it's really been an up and down roller coaster Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, I know Golden State, you know, it took a five against the Mavericks, but, you know, if you're. And I know you guys have been paying attention, but it's really been an up and down type of playoffs. I, I don't think just when you thought one team had control, that's when you know the other team was able to to uh, to win a game, and that's really what happened. The the Buck series and and the Heat series. So it was just one of those kinds kind of series where now um, hopefully guys get healthy, and you know, and and I still think Golden State has. Has the edge a little bit. Would you rather play a hard-fought seven-game series and get four or five days off or have a cruise over four or five games like the uh, the Warriors did, five games, I guess, and then have to sit for 10, 11 days? I mean, it's a long layoff. What would you, What do you think is better for a team trying to get ready for a finals? Ah, the age-old question, right? R- rest versus rust. Isn't that what it always comes down to? I would, I would imagine – Rest is, especially at this time of the year, is probably more beneficial um, for everybody involved. Just because it's you're going to be able to get back into the rhythm of things at this time of the year. And I think those guys probably appreciate decompressing a little bit. And from the looks of it, they probably enjoyed themselves after the game, after the big Game 7 win. So I I would say rest. You know, of course – yeah, you can make an argument that there is a little bit, you know, you don't want to go too long because you want to keep the rhythm and the mindset. Um, but really, I think I think rest is probably appreciated. I'm looking at some odds here right now, and the Celtics are plus 135 to win the finals. The Warriors minus 155. 
Boston open at plus 140, so there's a little bit of money moving that way at least. Uh, exact score in the final, Celtics 4-2 plus 380 is the uh, most likely. That's kind of weird to me. Warriors in 7 plus 425. Celtics in 7 is plus 550. Sweeps, you get the Warriors plus 1,200 for a sweep and the Celtics 4-0 for 1,400. Uh, what do you want, Pat? What do you want for a series total? Well, I, much can't, I can't even believe they, they they put the sweep up there. Yeah. That's, that, is... that seems far-fetched. <laughs> I mean, what animal would take that, right? Yeah. Um, I think it, it, I will say Warriors in seven, just to say it. But I'm glad we'll be able to talk next week, and they will only have play two games. <laughs> so we'll have a better idea. Yeah. Thir- what is it? Thursday, <laughs> Thursday Sunday? Sunday? Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. Ugh, it's too much. Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. Yeah, I know it's. So, yeah, they'll all be well-rested. If I scratch Steph Curry, who's the favorite, at less than even money, and Jason Tatum, who's basically even money, who is your MVP? Yeah, who's your MVP pick beyond that? Everybody else is double figures. (laughs) Clay? 10 to 1 or more. Yeah, where's Clay at? He's 12 to 1. 12 to 1. Where's Jalen Brown? 10 to 1. Okay. I'd probably go Jalen Brown. Yeah, Draymond's 18 to 1. Wiggins, 20 to 1. Jordan Poole, 22 to 1. And I'm not really going beyond that. Al Horford, for those of you who want to take a flyer on him getting magic for multiple games, 66 to 1. Where's Moses? Didn't see him. He's not listed. (laughs) Uh, Fourth quarter, a furious fourth quarter upcoming if he gets on the floor when they're up big or down big. He'll light it up either way. Who did I see tweeting? Somebody who's famous was tweeting about him the other day. And then I told Hammer. Oh, yeah, MC Hammer was tweeting about him. He's a Oakland Bay guy. guy. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. who doesn't? Well, hope, I mean, hopefully Moses takes better care of his money than Hammer did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure. I'm sure he's did. He's so. I, it seems like he's surrounded by, um, especially at a young age, uh, people with the maybe a little bit better head on their shoulders than mm-hmm. maybe Hammer was. I mm-hmm. mean, Hammer came up in a time now. Woo! He came up grown, grown, grown up in that Oakland Athletics. Uh, dugout. He saw some wild stuff back then when he was. Yeah, the that uh, was the, the the Charlie Finley days, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, was, they did in the seventies. They did some wild things in those dugouts. Oh, you know that's right, brother. <laughs> oh, so I do, but how about Jalen Williams, uh, head and pro? Yeah, not surprising. I think we sort of assume this, and really, I like the way Coach uh, Musselman handled it. I mean, with us at least, and all the comments I read from him and heard from him. He never wavered. Like he's like he's going pro. He's going to the NBA. He's not on our roster. We're, we're moving forward. You know, playing without him, and it's the way it's come to pass. Which obviously got to give Mus some credit. He clearly felt good about Jalen's chances of getting enough good feedback. So, what do you? How do you think he translates to that that next level, Pat? Well, I think we talked about it many times. Where what he has, um, you know, the the understanding of the game at a, at a young age. Uh, at early in his basketball career, what he needs to improve on, he can improve on anywhere. Uh, he's going to become stronger, better footwork. He's going to become a actually a better athlete. He's never going to be a dominant athletic force, but he's he everything about him physically is going to become better, stronger, faster. He's going to become a better shooter. So I think you know we all understood that once he was able to get around teams and they were able to work him out talk to him and see his skill up close that's when he was gonna drastically move up in draft boards and I, and you know there were times during the season 
you would watch them and you, you knew the the ability was there and sometimes you wanted to shoot more and so i think though we wa- were able to watch him really improve not only you know season by season but sometimes it was game by game and so you 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 now know what they saw and if you're an nba team 6 foot 10 um he's already got a mature way to look at the game and approach to the game and and so those physical attributes and the skill is a no-brainer for to to catch up with with how how he approaches the game can you trust what the scouts gms or presidents are telling you and your agent about you know if you're going to be drafted um um, because I, you know, I've been told and, and hearing that certain teams are telling Jalen something, but you know, I feel like they may be telling everybody that. So, how much can you trust <laughs> what they're saying, Pat? Well, I, I, yes, you can. If they're gonna clearly, they want him. It's not good business to tell a college sophomore if you if you don't go back to school, we're not gonna draft you. I mean, th- those conversations. I mean, he he knows that. He knows who likes him. He knows where he fits, and, and his agent has talked to him. So, you know, I don't think – I mean, there are some situations where they probably have their eye on a number of players, and they'll keep – yeah, we'll, we'll, we worked you out, and we'll keep you um, sort of in our draft pool. But I don't, I don't think that's a situation with him. I, I think, you know, he's a different animal, man. You're talking about a six-foot-ten – player who's got the vision he has you know that he's a 10-year NBA guy now whether or not he's going to be a you know a 10-year starter or what kind of impact he has is up to him but there's a no-brainer that he's I mean he's not a guy that there there's very few doubts about him like the guys you see slide in the draft you can name whoever you want that slides in the draft they're questions I don't I the, the questions about him aren't character issues, uh, those types of things you don't have to worry about. So I think most NBA teams are basically just saying, you know, how, where can we get him? Because if you if you can get him, I don't think he'll be around. The, I don't think he's going to be around in the second round. Like we may have thought that maybe a month ago. Um, but the closer we get to the draft, you know, and the, and the momentum picks up, I think people will see his value. I see his value. I've always seen it. Um, you know, it was just a matter of – wasn't a matter of if. It was just a matter of when he was going to be ready to make the jump. And I think he picked a, I think he picked the perfect time. Yeah, I'm excited for him. And I think if, if he goes like the latest one Christian saw to the Mavericks at the end of the first round – it's a no-brainer to stick, you know, stick around or to stay keep your name in the draft. That could that could be huge. Well, yeah, and the, and the opportunity. I mean, it's it's you can either improve your game on a daily basis going to class, or you can do it um, hanging out with Mark Cuban. What what would you what would you rather do? Hang out in with the Mark facilities Cuban. Yeah. that the <laughs> in the facilities the Mavericks have, <clears throat> and being around those guys. Learning the style, and, and that's a part of it too. Is you know he is going to be able to learn, and you know Moses Moody talked about how him playing in the G League this year, he averaged twenty-seven points a game in the G League. That prepared him for the NBA playoffs. That prepared him for the NBA rules. 
run the same sets, um, how the NBA referees call the game differently. So all those things now Jalen's going to be able to take advantage of. It's going to be interesting to see him in the Summer League, too. I mm-hmm. think he's going to grow a lot in the Summer League games. Hey, baby, we got Ron. Appreciate you, buddy. We're going to head down right, boys. to Sandestin from Boston. We're all over the place wow. today. Trey Schaap is standing by. Are you going to uh, you going to Cape Cod this summer? You know it, buddy. When you do I need it. to be I'll, there? Just give me the dates. I'll keep a, I'll keep a bed warm for you. I'll oh. keep a pillow warm for you. I mean, buddy, just give me a floor to sleep on. Just point me in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, buddy. We'll talk, right, we'll we'll talk soon. All right, boys. See you, brother. All right. All right it's Pat Bradley. Thanks to our friends at River City Flooring. They're online at rivercityflooringinc.com. Really cool news. like sharing this with everybody. Jesse Doherty writes for the uh, Washington Nationals. He's the beat writer. And uh, he is hearing the Nationals are going to call up Evan Lee for a uh, spot start tomorrow versus the Mets. How about that? Uh, they had two candidates they were looking at, but the other guy pitched in AAA, and, too cool, too, and it would be too, turn, too much of a turnaround. Is he and in so AA or AAA now? Evan's in AA. Yeah. And we had Sydney Parr Lee on the show last week. She was up in Harrisburg. Yeah, it's Harrisburg. I saw a picture of them together yeah. a couple days ago, yeah. And she was up there watching him uh, pitch. And I don't know if he got to pitch or if they pulled him off the mound. Uh, but Jesse Doherty's reporting that he's hearing this is happening. Talk Nationals has already r- reported this, and I reached out to somebody, and they said, yes, it's looking really good that Evan's going to make his first big league start tomorrow night against the Mets. Oh, my gosh. How ridiculous. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. How exciting for him. That's great. Um, we'll have to try to get him on after that go after that, uh, after that that ball game, so that'd be cool. Aren't uh, the Mets really good? Yes, the Mets are really good. Too bad I can't open against the Cubs. Pirates. Yeah. Or the Pirates. Either one. Or the Reds. Cubs got swept yesterday. Thanks for asking. Appreciate it. Cardinals got a win yesterday. I do have some Major League Baseball news I was going to pass along later, but we're going to head down to Sandestin after the break. Check in with Trey Schapp. Brought to you by our friends at Blackman Auctions. We appreciate their support of our SEC meetings coverage every year. Trey does a great job, and he's already pumped out a ton of info. And, yes, no surprise, the big news has been the tit-for-tat with Jimbo and uh, – Nick Saban, and most of the coaches are like, yeah, no, thanks, but no thanks. Mm-mm. Don't drag me into this situation. No. Quite a Chevrolet is the home of good enough for mom policy, and 